Quattro back on the mic for another episode of Cafeteria Talk, the podcast where we talk about any and everything, just like the days at the table hanging with your boys, your girls, eating all that not so good food. Like I said, it's your boy Quattro. What's good, everybody? This is Nua, a DJ Nua. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Slick Rob. No introduction needed. Let's get to it. And as you can hear, we tried, we really did, but Kevin could not make it. We know we're starting school up right now, so everybody's schedule's kind of crazy. Kevin's slaving. Wow. I mean, this is very true. But this is a very special episode. It is our 50th episode, y'all boys. We made it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, like I said, we all couldn't be here, but we're glad to celebrate and be here. But uh, real quick, a little bit of business real quick. You can follow us at Cafeteria Talk on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. You can catch us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. And if you happen to listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us five-star ratings and reviews. Also, in the last month or so, we are now available on iHeartRadio at Cafeteria Talk and on SoundCloud at Cafeteria Talk. Check us out. <sighs> How you guys doing? Everybody good? I'm doing fine. Like, I just got off work and... You know, uh, it was it was a fun day. You know, we got to go that that's, that that VIP card, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, I got seven on the mugs today. We like a hustle. We like no, a hustle. Seven My out bad. of like thirty six. Hey, hey. I hey, mean, yo, as long as as long as I'm at fourteen point six percent, you're doing better than PG in the playoffs right now. That's technically one fifth of the it, technically. Yeah. Damn. So, how yeah. you doing, Rob? Uh, I'm doing all right. School's going to start back for me tomorrow or Tuesday. Jesus, what day it start? Tomorrow or Tuesday. I'm going to start. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, it started. Yeah. So, like, I'm last, chilling, man. Supposed to be my last semester. Like, what, next week? Uh, If I get classes signed up for you. It's the same, to be honest. Bro, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a mess right now. But I'm doing good. You can't complain. God's still good. Money's still green. But, you know, we got to do every episode. This is the 50th time we've done this. We got to talk about the put-on segment. Uh, something we may have seen, watched, heard, read, eaten, if you will, that we think you, a people, should check out. Slick Rob, you know how we do it. You go first, my friend. All right. I'm going to put y'all on some fresh music out here. And honestly, I'm, I'm going to catch y'all by surprise. I will not be doing my dog's album restoration. That will not be my put on. Oh, okay. I was oh, waiting on it. There was a different... There's actually some new music that actually dropped that same day as restoration from Vic Mensa. I'll let, yeah. one, of y'all, yeah. I'll let one of y'all get restoration because it was too good. Y'all can wrestle over that. But it's Vic Mensa's... Um, Lord have mercy. I forgot the name of it, but it was so good. Vic Mensa, Lord have mercy. Vic Mensa, Jesus. I was literally listening to it earlier, but I forgot the name of it. Jesus, Vic Mensa. V-Tape. V-Tape was the name of the album, and my favorite song was probably Bethlehem SC Freestyle. Um, Basically, essentially, Vic Mensa, this V-Tape, I believe, was very inspired by the things that were going on with, you know... Breonna Taylor, George okay. Floyd, all of this stuff. So, you know, and Bethlehem really spoke to me because, you know, 
you know, it talks a little bit about the gospel, it talks a little bit about Africa in general and all this, because there's this big thing that kind of the, what divides the black community is a lot of us, you know, feel there's a big issue. Sons of Israel, all this and that. What is the Bible? Should black people be Christian? And he kind of references that. And it's very, them very interesting. So definitely check out V-Tape by Vic Mensa. Um, very unapologetically just straight black. And he keeps it 100. Still follows by his Christian roots, even though sometimes he... Some of his music isn't really for, isn't really for the church, but it is what it is. It's, he can speak to everybody through this album, and I, it's very good. It was a very good album. Definitely check out V Tape by Vic Mensa. Dropped the same day as Restoration as well. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I'm gonna go next, and uh, as he mentioned, I'm gonna just go right out and do it. I'm gonna put y'all on Lecrae's new album, Restoration. Mm. When I tell you, I wasn't able to like listen to it full out when i first heard it i had to play it i played it at work and i'm just like yeah it's good for the it's good for the work environment it's good for the soul it'll make you feel good inside mm. and yeah that's what i told my boss so i could play it i mean i was gonna play it anyway whether he said yes or no yeah okay like, true i'm playing this i'm playing it like it I mean, it's good positive today. music it's, exactly it's no so, issue. yeah so i played it and like when i tell you like i i feel like some people's lives were changed that day yeah it's a very good album like just 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 for walking in the store, mm-hmm. it just like I, f- I really just felt like I don't know who, but I feel like someone just had some sort of positivity placed in their life, and they just needed to be an Fye at the time. Mm-hmm. That one song, he had a, it was a couple on there I really liked, but that oh, was it over the top or over the top was good. That was really over good. The top. I'm finna look at the drawn with John Legend was uh, dope. My favorite I mean, song has to be the one with I think I because I did the review on the Cafeteria Talks Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably um the song with um BJ the Chicago Kid only yes. human because like that really does kind of it's kind of like a really detailed of my life as a Christian online mm-hmm. and like I really related to that heavy. Like it was like because I remember when he dropped a couple songs before the album, like you said, yeah. Drown and Deepen, uh, Deepen mm. and Drown was on repeat. repeat zombies for me. dropped like last and week. Zombie dropped last week. That's the like one last week. But like when I heard um, Only Human, and plus I love BJ the Chicago Kid, you know. Yes. Shots it with because I'm big with him when he used to work with Chance. So he seen him work with Lecrae was big, and I'm still waiting on Chance. Chance Lecrae said they go make some music together. Bruh, bruh, bruh. I'm no. waiting for it, but no. yeah, the world, the world's not ready for that. I would literally lose my mind. I'm saying, but don't, yeah, don't even call me when it come out. Yeah, only human just really spoke to me and I loved it. But yeah, over the top, went over, over the, the top. top for real. Okay, was I the only one who forgot that Kirk Franklin was gonna be on this album? Nope, I didn't know, but I, I did like his line at the end of that. Right, song. I, I, I completely forgot, and then I don't know what. Yo, what's up? I'm Kirk Franklin, y'all. I'm like, oh snap, Kirk Franklin's in this. It's hard to follow the seasons with the changing of the leaves because everybody leaves. I was like, oh. I was like, okay. I was like, oh. Okay. The features were just straight gas. Like, it, like, like he he has got who does he? Have? He's got YK Osiris featured, uh, Mark Bassey. He's got um, John Legend. Uh, number one. That's number one for me. Legit. Yeah. Got Jazzy Kirk Franklin, Danny Lay. I didn't. Again, it's like so many people. I just forgot was on this album, mm-hmm. and then like he dropped the. Um, he dropped a music video. I'm like, still featuring Danny Lay. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot she was on here. I'm saying. And then BJ the Chicago Kid and Gwen Bunn. Like, all the features here are gas. Very good. I can't wait for his next album. And I was, I saw, I texted in the group chat uh, earlier. Uh, the the grid on Instagram, our, uh, our feed, uh, Lecrae's album cover is there. And then, like, the top 
left corner directly connected to his picture it's Joker's poster where he's like got his arms up looking up to the sky mm. and I was like I guess we see where uh, Lecrae got his uh, inspiration for this album cover I thought that was kind of funny yeah. I have to uh, post a picture about it yeah but Lecrae gonna haunt you my put on is the one and only Ivan new Disney plus uh, film uh, original film that came out uh, last Friday as this was being recorded. Uh, it was really good. Directed by uh, Thea Sharrock, starring um, Brian Cranston, Sam Rockwell, um, Angelina Jolie, Brooklyn Prince, Danny DeVito, and a plethora of other characters. It was a really good movie. It, uh, I said in the review that I put on Cafeteria Talk, it's literally like your perfect uh, just Friday night family film. Stay in. Just watch this with them. It was like, I said, it, it's it's King Kong meets Charlotte's Web meets Planet of the Apes meets Dumbo. Um, and it's really good. It really gave me Charlotte's Web type vibes. And I think it's only because I saw Charlotte's Web. My family watched it maybe two, three weeks ago. And uh, it kind of gave me thoughts of that. And it was really interesting. So usually in most films, you got like a villain. But mm-hmm. like there wasn't necessarily like a villain. It was individual character obstacles that really drove the narrative, which I thought was really cool. It's also based on, on a book by Catherine Applegate. Um, most people K. probably K. Applegate. That she's one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Anamorphs. Mm. Oh, oh, that's her. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I had never read. I thought the, the cover scared me. I never read one of her books. Oh. They're, they're making a TV show movie. I think. I think, it's, I think they're remaking another TV show. There, there's an actually a '90s TV show. Mm. Gas. Hmm. Of okay. Anamorphs. I'll check that out. Series? Check it out. Gas. Like I. I, I figured yeah, everybody was really excited when they fact, announced it. The whole series, at least at the beginning of the whole quarantine period, was actually free online. Wow. You just read the whole thing. Huh. I got about maybe halfway through. Yeah. But I, I remember reading those things in fifth grade, like not paying attention in class. I'm just I want to hear about Aximilia Escarothistol. Interesting. And hmm. um. What else was it? Oh yeah. So when I first saw like the TV spots for that movie, I was mm-hmm. watching um I was watching Beast Wars mm-hmm. on on Tubi and yeah. uh, they would get an ad. And I don't know if you know, but like the Optimus the leader of the Autobots Maximals, mm-hmm. leader of the Maximals is Optimus Primal. Mm-hmm. And he turns into a gorilla. Hmm. A gorilla? Yeah. And so it, and it, this was made in the nineties. So this was like the one of the first CGI shows. For sure. So I'm looking at this, and like then I see an ad for Ivan, and I'm like, you can just see the parallel of yeah. how far CGI has come. I also put in my review that like uh, as more and more films get made with computer uh, CG animals, it's uh, it's, it's it makes me think of that like Lion King's a lot of their budget got taken away from CGI and like paying the actors they had in that movie because like the the animals in this film look really really good. They emote very well. Well, I and. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go back to saying this again. The emoting and all that stuff in Lion King, as I was saying that to someone else today, that's literally a stylistic choice. Like, they chose to do that. Mm. Like, as good as the CG is in that movie, like, I'm a big fan of the movie. I hate the soundtrack, mm. but I like the movie. Mm. The movie is a, from a filmmaking standpoint, a work of art. It's there's only, there's only one real shot in that entire movie, and that's the sunrise. Mm. everything else is full CG like wow. there's no actual real backgrounds or anything it's full CG yeah he's actually John Favreau actually I'm, we should start coining that talk about something that's really great for movies I'm gonna call it it's Favreau Favreau to uh, John that's, Favreau. that's Favreau Favreau <laughs> I guarantee you John Favreau he's gonna hear this one day and he's gonna start saying that it's Favreau it's Favreau but anyway he he. remember when he showed some of that stuff when he did the Mandal- when he showed the Mandalorian yeah. behind the scenes mm-hmm. thing 
Oh my god, I was blown away. It's so awesome. Like I, like can't you can't you cannot go wrong with good I film. I think and like after watching Lion King and watching The Mandalorian a few times, I really think that Lion King was him experimenting on the technology for The Mandalorian. Mm. The background oh, okay. makes of sense. the real life um rendering thing because like even though like it's all CG, he was still using cameras to kind of move around and see where he wanted his camera shots. Yeah. That's why a lot of the animation is the exact same as the movie, mm-hmm. but from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. Because he was just he was just testing real life rendering. But as we uh, as we continue on about to go into the to the ditty and the gritty, uh, I gave this movie a seven out of ten. Um, it wasn't perfect. Had had a couple little plot things that I was like, mm. but all in all, like I said, a great family film. Just you know, no, you not not think non think film. Just go just go see it. Need something to watch? Just uh, put it on an hour and some change. Really good film. Go check that out. But, guys, it's time to get into the nitty of the gritty. It's about to get real in here. Yesterday, Quattro's Christmas came. And it wasn't his birthday. It also wasn't Christmas. It was DC Fandom Day. A fandom experience for the fans of DC Comics. And boy, oh boy, did we get all types of news and and trailers and and funny moments? And I just can't wait to get into it with you guys. So we're just gonna start it off with some of the biggest, the bigger news and things, and you know, the event in and of itself. So let's get into it. First off, uh, one of the biggest things I think to come out, uh, a beloved character of DC Comics for a long time since probably mm-hmm. like the '90s, uh, we're finally getting a static shot film in development. That. Static Shock was one of my first like characters that I just I didn't know I I didn't know his name until like a few years ago when I started watching like the comics uh, mm-hmm. documentaries where I just liked the character because, yeah partially because he was black and I'm like yo it's a, all these other superheroes are like uh, like I don't really look like them but hey this guy's darker than me maybe I could be him mm-hmm. and he he's the only real superhero that I was like yo maybe that could be me you know. Right. That's the only one. That's the thing about Spider-Man, uh, Static Shock. Static Shock is one of the one a lot one of his biggest claim to fame is probably like the what he what he represents uh, for people in terms of representation mm-hmm. because he was one of the first like uh, animated African American superheroes at the time. Uh, definitely, if there was others, he probably was the most popular. Well, I mean, you know about the whole milestone scenario with DC, right? What you mean? No. So like way back when they made Static Shock the first time, DC didn't have any black superheroes. And so there was like a, a branch called Milestone Comics. You sure that about that? Black I mean, Adam, Black. I mean, they had a few, them. but I mean, like they didn't uh, have like Vixen. Yeah, right. They didn't have a like a, a whole transcending black one. But then like Milestone Comics, mm-hmm. they they kind of licensed under DC because mm-hmm. he's not an actual a DC thing. He was made by Milestone Comics. Yeah, and oh, they were okay. under the DC name. Mm-hmm. So like there's because his name wasn't Static Shock. It was just Static. Yeah, and so there was Static. I, I think Black Lightning was a part of that too, mm-hmm. but like all all these all of those like Thunder a, Lightning yeah a lot yeah. of those black superheroes were all under Milestone Comics. Mm. And I think Milestone Comics I think is being uh, revamped. Yeah, They're bringing I mean, that it, back. it was it was the first. It better be black owned because it was the it was black owned, black made. I like, sure hope so. I mean, they're all it's a, yeah, it's, it was it's a black like, universe. <laughs> it was black everything except for uh, distributed. Mm. It was distributed mm. by DC, so it wasn't like a part of the Justice League or anything like that. But DC still distributed it. Uh, a lot of your DC characters, um, 
a lot of them weren't necessarily made under DC. I mean, like one of their biggest ones right now, Shazam. Shazam isn't wasn't made by DC. It was made by Fawcett Comics. Right. And then DC bought Fawcett and then got the rights to Shazam. But I'm except I I was never the biggest Static Shock fan. I think it it came out a little after little. I mean, I was in the DC, but I was watching more so Titans and Batman mm-hmm. more so than anything. So I didn't really catch Static Shock. But um, Static Shock just always had a different vibe. I didn't know Static mm-hmm. Shock was. DC related, mm-hmm. like I said, until I learned about Milestone. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was a separate, self-contained uh, black superhero. Maybe this is why, because people have been wanting him to, to join the um, uh, the Black Lightning, the CW Black Lightning show for a minute. I've and always, like, when I saw Black Lightning, I'm like, if Static Shock doesn't appear, Yeah, they immediately, it. it was like when Arrow came out and people have been waiting for Arsenal, especially he was so famous with in Young Justice, mm-hmm. that people have been waiting for Arsenal. And eventually he came, so maybe we'll get Black uh, Static Shock, Black Lightning one day, but you know how they're, well, you know, DC breaks the rules with that, you know, so we'll see it's how that goes. like, you know, we'll, we'll get to the multiverse we, stuff later. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. but uh, next in the big film, but this film technically, you know, should have already come out, but you know, thanks COVID. Uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, man. We yeah, we got a new trailer, y'all boys. Copyright infringement. We got a new trailer, y'all boys, and it is fire. We finally got our first look at um, Cheetah. What did y'all think of that? Um, that, that was that was dope. Like, cause like I've I've seen Cheetah before, like the movie version, because. Right. At FYE, we got all of the pops in already. Mm, okay. I'm pretty sure we're going to get spoiler pops before the movie even comes out. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, this movie should have came out, what, February? March? No. No. This was April? Supposed, this was supposed July? To be... I think it was June or July. Okay. No, it was Definitely June. a summer flick. It was June. It, it was, was June. June. Yeah. I mean, well, the point, because we're getting in all of our, we're getting in all of our, like, our February and March shipment now at our store. Okay. So, I've, I'm seeing, like, all of the, this, this trailer should have came out in, like, March. Okay. So I'm seeing all of this stuff like, oh, okay, this is Cheetah. Okay, blah, 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 blah. And I'm seeing her in like actual real life. Like it, that, that, that takedown move where, where they do that spin My in the air. God, that, bro. That, that's you thought she had her and then like one of them like just kind of yanks her out the air. That, that's comparable to the, um, the motorcycle scene in Civil War. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, 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 that, I get that to you. That's one of the best shots in all of Marvel. Um, one one thing that I that I thought about Chidi, like I've seen comments that were like, she can fight Ares and like uh, in that scene in, in the first movie, and she can like swing off lightning, but she has a problem with the uh, with with they called her a furry with uh, with the cheetah, and I was like, you gotta really think about the power dynamics, especially in these movies, like. A, their, their characters are, are crazy OP. And then if you like look at like the specs of Cheetah herself, Cheetah in a lot of iterations is almost is as strong as Wonder Woman. I mean, she kind of like they basically kind of her origin story is she kind of recreates her powers, but to me it goes terribly wrong. So and then it, Cheetah. So it's one of those things that that you have to sit back and and really kind of take it with a grain of salt in a sense because Wonder Woman not Wonder Woman Cheetah kind of in a like I said a lot of relations is almost is as strong as Wonder Woman in some places so you just kind of have to take it with a grain of salt but and superhero movie like and shut up and for watch. someone who doesn't really know that much about Wonder Woman is like her Spider-Manning on lightning like does she do that normally uh, are you talking I've about never the drag? Seen it, like, but yeah, I mean, she's like like using the lasso and is catching the lightning bolt. I've never that was seen, dope as hell. I've yes. never seen that um, movie wise. Obviously, I've never seen. It. I haven't seen it much animated wise, but I've heard someone explain it on a YouTube video through a comic or something. But I've never personally seen it, so 
I guess it's always been a thing she can do, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wait for Mr. Sundays to do their um. I really loved um. So I, I this was one of the I didn't get to watch like it was a twenty four hour event, so I wasn't able to watch everything, but I did. I was able to watch the Wonder Woman panel, and I really love uh the love and adoration and respect that Patty Jenkins has for Wonder Woman in this franchise, yes. which is why it's been it's done so well. Um, she talked about how, you know, before she came in, you know, that the room was, you know, full of men and they were, you know, trying to figure out they, they were either too sexed up with Wonder Woman or they were too soft with it. And she was like, you know, you can you can be beautiful and be strong at the same time. She even talked about how, um, you know, although like the women she's created aren't necessarily like, you know, prissy and like we're going to be pretty all the time. Mm-hmm. But like they are women and women are going to care about how they look. So even in their training gear, they're going to like be beautiful but strong and functional at the same time which is something I really loved about uh, what Patty Jenkins did with Wonder Woman we're looking at you Kathleen Kennedy one thing I will <laughs> go ahead Rob don't literally like dang that that hit hard because that's Skywalker so true but anyway speaking of race she's single but anyway check this out like speaking of that panel so you did watch that Wonder Woman panel yes did you see those fan arts? That was my favorite those thing. Those were gorgeous. That was actually my favorite thing about the Wonder Woman panel, seeing the fan arts that were made, the mm-hmm. different costume, the different cosplays. The different colors of people doing the cosplay. Like, yes. Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot has made Wonder Woman accessible for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be some, you know, brunette, strong, built brunette. Like, you can be, you know, big and black. You know, whatever. You Anybody can be Wonder Woman. And men you men got, can be Wonder Woman. Yeah, you had that one man that dressed like, bro, it was kind of cool, like, it's like, um... He had that little um the 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 rat arm wrap. The Mandalorian man. made made mention to it. I forgot his name. The dude that plays the Mandalorian because he's in the movie. Um, Pedro, Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. He made mention when the dude with the picture of the that was kind of clean. He had it like bulked up. It was, he was mm. real bulked up. He had that. I was like yeah. gas. Like it was gas. And also, I didn't even know he was in the movie. So like, yeah, he plays mm-hmm. uh, Pedro Cord. Pascal's in this. Yeah, he plays Cord. Okay. Uh, I mean, like I said, I've only seen the man's face once because I refuse to look at him behind the scenes since the Mandalorian. Oh, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. anything with him before. So you haven't seen so. the new trailer. You haven't seen the new trailer because he's in the new trailer. I did, but I mean, like, I didn't recognize him because I've only seen his face once. Yeah, he actually looks like a little bit like him. So he took off the mask. Like, I was like, oh, first thing I thought, Mandalorian. Like thinking back, yes, I, I remember him now. Uh, I, and I feel like this movie is going to have a little bit more fun than the first one, especially it's set Definitely. in the 80s. And a lot of 80s, movie, 80s movies are like notoriously fun, colorful. So I'm really excited for that. And then the fact if, that Trevor's back. Yeah, we'll need an explanation for that. Everybody's like, uh, how in the hell? But well, I think it's going to be something like... I don't maybe well you know well you know what maybe like that or you know how Court was talking about like I'm gonna change the world like obviously a lot of science science things are gonna happen where maybe he figures out a way to bring him back or something right I remember like at the beginning they're like I can give you what you want yeah yeah exactly like oh well that that explains why how he gets back already yeah and what does one woman probably want more than anything she wants her man exactly and we already know that either he's gonna be an illusion or he's gonna like fade away again because. He's not in BVS, and he's not in Justice League. Right. I think we're going to see a lot more characterization for Wonder Woman in this film, too. Definitely. Because uh, we're not, now we're not going to be focused on her assimilating to the man's assimilating world. herself. She's, she's just... been in it for, you know, when the 80s was how many years? I mean, we've already fought a second world war by this right. point. So, yeah. and then I wonder, I wonder how that's going to play with that. Because Wonder Woman, you know, where was she during World War II? Yeah, she was like, you know what? Ares is not Hitler, so I'm going to just sit out. Did she go into hiding at the end of the first one? Like, you know, into 
kind of how she was in BVS where she was like, Technically, I'm done with you, it, no, you didn't even see it. You didn't even see right, it because yeah, right after this went straight. Right to... after the battle, it cut straight to her getting the no- the note from Bruce Wayne. So, right, but since we're in the '80s, if I don't get a synthwave version of that theme, th- this mm. movie needs to utilize the theme a lot more. That's the okay. main, that's a, that's a main gripe I had about the first movie is that her theme was only used once. Well, maybe now that she's like Wonder Woman, maybe yeah. you like we'll, we'll get more of that. And and, and isn't I, this I a different director as well? Too. I think it's a different. Nah, Patty Jenkins did this. She's direct. She directed this too. Different composer though. No, no, she directed. I didn't know Patty directed the first one. Yeah, Patty mm-hmm. directed the first one. Okay. Uh, um. Well, composer wise, I think the same composer's on for the second project. So. Alrighty. Well. Um, Anything else on Wonder Woman? Uh, what, what what was the hypest thing? That, what was what thing in the trailer made you the most hype? That spin around shot, Cheetah, Cheetah, yeah. Next motion. Yeah, I'm like seeing a live action Cheetah because you've seen Cheetah in so many different forms of media. Yes, yes. Like she's in everything animated. I'm Cheetah's surprised one. yet glad that Cheetah wasn't the villain in the first one. Mm-hmm. Cheetah's um, is, I guess you could kind of say his. Wonder Woman's uh, Lex Luthor or Wonder Woman's yeah. uh, the Killmonger to the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things where Wonder Woman is interesting. She has kind of like two Joker and like Lex mm-hmm. Luthor characters. She has Ares, who's kind of like her big bad, and then you have kind of her more grounded uh, villain, which is Cheetah. So which is like okay, to so make that comparison with Black Panther, mm-hmm. where Killmonger's the main villain, right. Claw's the secondary villain. Right, you killed them both off in one movie. What are you going to do, Coogler? What are you going to do? I- I mean, I don't know if we're we're still, depending on how it kind of flows, if they still do the Anti-Justice League, I don't see Cheetah dying. Cord may die and, like, some big, you know, scientists blow up. Like, you know know how they do that. Like, like, uh, how in the first Iron Man... Ah, come on. Tony Stark put this in a case. In a case. What's his name? Obadiah Stane. What the fuck's scraps? Kind of like how Obadiah Stane died, you know, just kind of, you know, in his own flame of what he built. So, as we continue on, we got uh, a little bit of news on the Flash movie, which we know will be kind of based on the Flashpoint paradox, the story of where he goes back and saves his mother, and it sends the entire timeline into complete shit. So... And then we, uh, a few weeks before DC Phantom, we got the news. Michael Keaton's Batman will be in this film. And Michael Keaton will be pl- reprising his role as the Batman. Okay. One, what? <laughs> okay, one that, thing that's very... I already know, I already know how they're going to do this. You guys remember uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yep. It's going to be an old Batman, an old Bruce Wayne. Yep. We get to see what we want to see, but we're not going to love it. Well, no. He, well, no, because they, they said he's going to wear a suit. Well, but, okay, okay, he's going to wear the suit, but how old is Keaton? Keaton looks good though. He does. I mean, look, look good. at remember his tombs. He, he's not bad. He's yeah, not. Yeah, he's not like old, over. He's not yeah. old and fat, but at the same time, he isn't gonna be as fast as Batman. He probably could be like an Arkham Knight level Batman. Well, they did where, say like, you know he's, he's obviously going out. I think they did say um because I watched the whole panel and they didn't make no mention of Keaton by the way. But a couple months ago when the news did drop, the director did basically say that this is like. This is a good amount of years after his movie, so... Oh, for sure. Yeah, so expect, expect if it looks grand, if it looks crazy, if he looks a little... They use the word plop, which I've never heard before. But anyway, but, okay, one thing about... Because I watched the whole panel. One thing that was so interesting, well, first of all, the little um, sneak peek at his suit. Mm-hmm. Gas, they just showed kind of the logo and all that. Yeah. I mean, did y'all see that? Y'all catch yeah. that? I got, the, I got the, pic- the picture was posted. I so posted it was... Show it to me. So it was. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, my only issue. Okay. I 
only issue I am having with this movie is because I haven't seen this yet. I might be different when I watch um, Snyder Cut was Ezra Milt, more of his serious side of his character because this is obviously going to be a serious thing for him. But mm-hmm. we really didn't get that with um, Justice League, um, the original. Well, not the original, the Whedon version. So, and I haven't seen, I haven't even seen any else of Ezra Miller's work. So. I don't know how I'm going. Like I don't know how I'm gonna take because he does doesn't look like a serious person at all. Ezra can act. He he's a he's a really good actor. So I've seen a few of his other projects. Like I can't I can't remember my name. The person being a wallflower is really good. Yeah, like I've seen I've seen his other movies. He can act his ass off. So yeah, that was one thing. And then and then they started because they had the multiverse panel. I think right after this. So makes sense. Yeah, they actually did. And so the one thing, because, you know, the multiverse is just very confusing in and of itself. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, because there's just still this big thing about what's going to be happening, like, with Justice League and all that with the different characters, because what's his name is not supposed to be coming back. So I'm trying to figure out how. Who, Ben Affleck? Yeah. They said he is coming back. No, I'm talking about, like, wait, what? Ben Affleck is, it's confirmed Ben Affleck is going to be reprising his role as the Batman in that film. But Cavill, though. I don't see why Cavill doesn't come back. No, there's there's some big issue going on with actors and all that, so I'm really trying to figure out. Hopefully, it gets resolved. That's the only For issue sure. I'm having because like they can easily like boom boom with it, but like who would get replaced and all this good stuff. So, and what after this movie? What big things would they adjust um, or go to? Well, I, like, I think that's I've always said, especially me. when I found out it was gonna be Flashpoint. Flashpoint uh, in recent, not even in recent years, when it was written, uh, what they did in the DC animated universe. Um, even in even in the Flash, the TV show, like the, the the CW show, Flashpoint is a is a is their scapegoat in terms of rebooting a universe. Mm-hmm. So like they they could use this to reboot something to reboot it. So but while Ben Affleck may be back in that movie, the reboot may you know cause there to be a new Superman, a new Batman, and then everybody else you know falls in line as normal. So it it wouldn't be so if when you watch your next you know Man of Steel, it wouldn't be weird to see somebody else playing Superman because you have Flashpoint to say. Hey, that reset at this universe, so now we're getting these new characters. Okay. Or new act new faces for these characters, you feel me? Okay. But cool. um I'm really excited. I mean, I told you like when I saw uh Ezra Miller's Flash in the Crisis on Infinite Earth uh crossover. I lost my shit. That one that that for me soul flashed me. Like he was okay in Justice League. I was just like whatever. But like it's so like hit the way he was acting in that, I was like, there it is. I'm sold. I want him. Like, okay, let's do it. He got and the name. Yeah, he, I mean, basically, it's just seeing, the like, name. the Flash you the flash you knew you had for five years interacting with the Flash that you saw once, yeah. twice. And, like, it was a really good interaction. It was, like, what, two minutes? Two minutes, maybe three minutes. Everything in total agreement. But it was, yeah, I did that. I did just that. Just a bit of a dance. <laughs> but you, you put, and the cherry on top would be, all right, you've already had Ezra Miller's Flash in the TV show, let me see Grant Gustin in the movie. I mean, I know, like, it, I mean, if they do it, I mean, it, it's a win. I think I, it's I, a total win. And plus, just don't have him sing like he did in that one episode. Oh, he did good. He did good, but it was an obvious filler episode, and it was so unnecessary. Yeah, yeah but CW loves their musical episodes. They but do. one thing, when I watched the multiverse panel, because that's basically all the like the the big thing about the Flash, the multiverse panel, they explained. How they go about like getting actors from TV to do movie? They were saying basically like we can essentially do whatever the hell we want because they was like we're more the the studio now they're more catering to what the fans want. So like the only issue is we just the only issue now is just getting that actor there. Like 
Yeah. But they were like, we can easily just like straight up if we if we write it down, we coin we go straight to the studio. The studio now is just like, yeah, you want to do this fine. Like how these you're getting all these different types like Joker movies, the Batman, you're getting all these yeah. different you basically getting these different not universe universes of a, a character. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're basically like when we go to the studio, we're like, we want to do this with this character. If the story is good, they're like the studio's like, all right, bro, go ahead. As like, long imagine as if they just bring Joaquin Phoenix in for a cameo of his Joker. If it fits the story, they're going to do it. When we talk about Batman, we'll bring that up. Like, okay. I, like, oh, okay. Anything else on the Flash? Uh, I, I want to mention Flash, miss Flashpoint one more time. I'm crazy excited about how that film's going to go because Flashpoint's such a huge event. I mean, you got Batman, Superman, Batman's father. You got the war between Aquaman and Wonder Woman. And you've already got Aquaman and Wonder Woman movies like Jason Momoa versus Gal Gadot. Sick. See, you know, I didn't even think of it. Like, I, I, I've seen the, I've read the comic, I've seen the movie. Right. When I think Flashpoint, at this point, it, it really only thing that really focuses on is the show Flashpoint. I completely forgot about the Aquaman and Wonder Woman yes. war. It's it's, it's a that huge on part. Screen. Now there will be some things that I feel like will be changed. Like it won't. I feel like it won't necessarily be. It'll be like how Civil War wasn't necessarily like Civil War the comic. Uh, and that's it, why I think they might take out... Right, because when the CW Flash did Flashpoint, they worked within the conf- the confines of the CW show. So, like, there mm-hmm. was no Wonder Woman Aquaman war. It kind of was like, ah, it's this is like isn't Diggle's Flashpoint. daughter is now his son. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it more so sent ripples throughout the universe that they were in. Mm-hmm. And so, we'll, like, we'll see that again. Like, uh, Adam is a big part, of, a huge, actually a huge part of that movie. Yeah. We haven't got Adam yet in the DCEU. So, or the worlds of DC. So we may, Adam, that Adam may not be a part of it. Um, the Shazam kids, they might, uh, might do the Shazam kids, but we'll talk about the Shazam kids in a second. Actually, now, uh, we're going into Shazam. The Shazam panel was really, I caught a, 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 about half of this. Uh, I, I did a lot of driving Saturday, so I wasn't able to watch a lot of it, but I did catch them talking about Shazam. I was always concerned because I felt like they should have done a younger actor to play Asher to play Billy Batson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Asher Angel right now, but it's it's I feel like it's really hard. It's probably why we haven't got a Shazam live action in a, uh, this long because it's a child that turns to a Kids man. Kids grow. Kids grow. So you need that. That's what killed uh, the Darwin Whoopi kid. It that's what yeah. killed it chapter two. But didn't Shazam yeah. come out literally last year? 2019, yeah, but 2019, a lot can happen like, in a year. Oh right. no, I know, I know. What he was old when the movie was shot. I know what you're saying. Right, like and a uh, lot can happen in a year. And also keep in mind the fact that for half of this year, no one has done any set work. Yeah. Right. Oh, but you know what's so they shouldn't have gone back to this, but you know the Flash movie was supposed to actually come out this year originally yep. when everything yep. was supposed mm-hmm. to be set up. Cyborg was supposed to come out this year too. Uh, I think it was this year or next year, early next year. It was early next year. Yeah, because I had that pinpointed. But yeah, um. I think from what I did hear from the Shazam, they're in the late stages of the writing for the second Yeah, they movies. haven't shot anything yet. So, like, it's like, like, but then again, you can, de-aging is a thing now, like, so it but depends it on. done right. Exactly, but see, like, like, when you're saying being done right, I think. And how I often is it done with children? Well, It, it Chapter 2 did. It Chapter 2. Right, but like. like and, Reeves, and, Reeves, and Reeves didn't Reeves direct that? If I'm not mistaken, or had a hand in that, I think he did. I think so he like, produced it. He can, since Reeves is now well, there, he can technically help to a certain extent. Like, the ones who've done it best are the are Iron Lemon, the people at Marvel. Mm. Marvel, they've done the best de aging. Uh, but they're the de aging. They're de aging adults. I feel like children. It's kind of it's kind of harder. 
I mean, like, granted, uh, like you mentioned it's top to do. Like, I didn't even know until you told me that they de-aged those children yeah. for that movie. Well, well, it, it's one of those things where when you notice it, like when when someone tells it to you, you're able to notice it. Like, uh, I mean, Marvel, it's it's all pretty noticeable. I mean, but everyone's phone has de-aged. Can you can de-age someone on their phone? Go to Snapchat and tap your face. Go over to the end. And like when I tell you these filters look exactly like I did as a child, it's scary. Yeah, that is crazy. You do like just like you were as a child. Wow, no, I don't look like that. But I wasn't. I wasn't that Let cute. Me see, but oh, <laughs> like, now your head's too big. But yeah, for the most part. But I, it, it's one of those things that it's it's a small gripe for me. I'm like how how. I would like I won't be I wouldn't be mad if if DC's like all right this will be the last film that we use Asher Angel but we're gonna continue to use uh, uh, Zachary Jackson. Levi okay uh, which is fine okay like it makes sense you kind of have to kind of pull it back you know so that Axel is still a kid that turns into an adult mm-hmm. or they may just be like we're gonna Let stick with Asher, we're gonna stick with Asher Angel and he'll just his powers will still come through Zachary Levi. I'd be fine with that. Whatever. And we're still gonna get the family. The new film is gonna be called Shazam: Fury of the Gods. So will they be fighting Zeus? Will they be like I don't know, like what the whole like we all? It's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very a lot of the news is very loose because the movie's not done. Like technically they would be filming it right now, but of course, thanks COVID nineteen. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then the the child actress to uh, what was her name? For Barbara? No, 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 Shazam. Um. You said actress, so I'm thinking Act- girl. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm trying to find the girl's name. Uh, Megan Good is her adult. Uh, yeah. Oh, Faith uh, C. Herman, uh, Darla Dudley. Yeah, she's uh, definitely got to be recast because she's she's gonna she's gonna get old. She's, yeah, she's gonna get old, but she's still she's still like she's the youngest. So yeah. I mean, she's fine. She's good. Why did there. I thought her name was Barbara. Her name but, was Darla. Huh. Yeah, her name's Darla. She uh, revealed the, the new poster, which I everybody thinks it's a joke. But I, I mean, it could be real. Depends. It, it's a nice little teaser uh, poster. Um, it was. It shows Shazam in the in the foreground. Um, all the adult uh, Shazam kids, and then Sinbad is gonna be in the film. Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad. The Sinbad. The Sinbad. Oh my god. Yeah, Sinbad's gonna be in the film. So I'm mean, crazy excited. Uh, I think the the same directors. I think the same director is gonna be uh, home in the film. Uh, David F. Sandberg. So. Really excited for that. Can't wait for Shazam. Uh, like y'all, y'all know, y'all know how the, where Shazam is in my heart. He's my absolute favorite superhero of all time. So crazy excited, and hopefully we'll get to see some Savanya in the next one because you know he survived the last film, mm-hmm. and they got that uh, end credit scene. And with uh, Doctor Monster, the Caterpillar. Yeah, I think Doctor Monster. I think it is. Okay. And like I uh, said, you're the DC buff. Yeah, yeah, I think I think his name's Doctor Monster, and he's he always gives Shazam a lot of trouble. So I'm excited to see how that goes. But moving out of Shazam into Black Adam. Okay, so when I saw there was a trailer, I was confused as heck because I knew that there had been no footage done, mm-hmm. and I knew that there had there there was like nothing in the movie, and then I heard the rock. So I thought it was fan made. I'm like I thought it was a mm-hmm. a DC fandom fan made trailer. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm hearing The Rock's voice. I'm like, okay, where's this from? Mm. And I'm like, I'm seeing all this artwork. I'm like, oh no, this is this is just a a, a visual. Like I could tell. Yeah, that they from called the it a, shot. Um, one of the things when I where I saw it, I, it, it, they called it a motion comic, which okay, Basically maybe. It is. And um, it really gave me like Exodus, uh, like Moses, like type type vibes with mm-hmm. uh, with the way that he talked about it. And then um, 
ba- basically if Moses wasn't as meek as he as he was. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I love the I love the line where uh, the Rock was like, uh, "Condoc needed a hero, but instead they got me." And I was like, "Oh, like I mean, because Black Adam, not only is he as strong as Shazam and Superman, like he's as bad as they come, and the dude is dude's a bad dude. Like I don't, I, and it's the Rock. So like I'm like, how do you? How is Shazam gonna beat this dude? Plot armor and Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, they did say that uh, Black Adam's kind of gonna be on the more like anti-hero type vibe, which I don't know how I feel about that. But I get in the climate of the way a lot of these films are done. A lot of your favorite villains are becoming more Mm anti-hero. So okay, maybe, but we'll see how that goes. Because I cannot wait to see how this film comes out. And then not only will he be fighting Shazam, he could end up fighting like other heroes. Oh, yeah. One thing about Black Adam, though, that a lot of DC fans I know had a question about. No, he will not be appearing nowhere in Shazam 2. There was a lot of rumors about that. I had a feeling like... They debunked all that, even an end credit. Nope. Nothing. Which makes sense, because if he's getting his own movie... Like, I think an end credit would have made more sense, but for him to be completely separate and, like, make it, like, a thing that they're building for the third movie... But I I think he will appear in the third movie, but, like, essentially... Black Adam will. I and think, I think it's starting to use the kid. I think they're yeah, going to be Levi filming and that. The Rock in the same movie. I think it's they're too much f- money. Then they're going to film that before. I think Black Adam will already be done filming before even Shazam. It's probably in its pre-workings, like pre-production. St- well, it's production stages when that will probably be done filming. So. I mean, I feel like at some point it'd be like having a Batman. They're going to have the cross. It'd be like having though. Batman and a Joker in the same universe and them never meeting like that. Black Adam is Shazam's Joker's Lex Luthor his Ares like it, it they have to meet at some point they may just be maybe prolonging it for now it especially if the next movie is like the fury of the gods for Shazam and like they're gonna be fighting gods I mean that's like that's Black Adam so like they're gonna need to kind of bring him in to take on Shazam at some point but it all depends on how this movie goes and how they decide what direction they decide to take Black Adam in but like I said, The Rock, I think, is, like, the best casting. I think, I mean, we got, DC got one of the, the highest grossing actors of all time, so he's going to get butts in the seats regardless. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see how that goes. And next up, we're going to talk about The Suicide Squad. First up, let's talk about that film, man. They, we, got a, we got a full cast uh, roll call. Oh, man. What do, y- what do y'all, uh, before I read it all, I'm going to let y'all kind of give me your first thoughts on uh, everything y'all heard about Suicide Squad. Okay. Well, I, I I didn't I didn't see this panel, so okay. You know me, probably my big outside of Batman and maybe Nightwing. I'm I'm just kidding. Outside of Batman, Nightwing, and um somebody who else? What's his name? Joker. My favorite thing about DC is the Suicide, the suicide Squad, cause like mm. I I don't know. I just love their group of people that essentially just. They're so you know the one kids that go to school and literally don't care, but they still get the job. That like mm-hmm. they cut up in class, but they still somehow pass the test. Yeah, I was essentially like that in school. So I love these these suicide squads. So like they're my they're my favorite group outside of the Justice League. Like so, right. but about the panel, I like I love James Gunn as a director and how he explained how this movie is. He literally said out of all of his Marvel movies he's directed, there will be more. C- explosions explosions, and all that then he's had combined in those movies so I'm like fam you made Guardians and Guardians 2 so like that's a CGI mania so we finna see a lot of explosions a lot of straight chaos and like I don't know chaos anarchy for me low key I like watching that with superhero movies cause Mm -hmm. it's gas like how Infinity War was with all that chaos that was going on we essentially are just getting a way funner version 
with the Suicide Squad, and then you know, when he explained, and plus, what's so funny is the actors behind these characters literally barely know anything about DC. So or about these characters about I mean, like, these characters these characters are crazy like even me who's like a huge DC buff and I know like a plethora of these characters like even I'm like yo these are some obscure very ass obscure. characters like, yeah like a lot of these characters we haven't seen in like in any other media yeah for like cent- for, not centuries for a couple decades and yeah. to see him like kind of revamp them and bring them back to life is cool well I mean yeah that and I think James Gunn is known for revamping um, unknown characters I mean. Mm. Like, honestly, when was the first time you heard of Guardians of the Galaxy? When that movie came out? I think I, I learned about them, like, the a month before I saw the first trailer online, a few mm-hmm. months before, when they were in a Spider-Man, they were in an episode of Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm. I was just watching it on Netflix, and I'm like, okay, they're cool. Oh, shit, Groot! And then it was done. Yeah. And then they didn't talk about them, like, ever again, but it's only because Nova was on the show that they even decided to bring on the right. Guardians. And, and I don't yeah. even think that it's necessarily going to be like... I mean, of course, we're vamping the characters in terms like we'll see them again for the first time in a long time. But they've they've already said, like, don't get attached. Like, a lot of these characters... I mean, this is a huge squad. Like, like the last squad, we got, what, six people in it? Seven. Deadshot. One um, died, right? Yeah, yeah. Deadshot, Slipknot, Rick Flag, um, Katana, which... She's not returning for this movie. I'm kind of sad about that. I like yeah, Katana a lot. Yeah, Katana. Um, she didn't like, have much development anyway. But, but Killer she Croc, was Killer she... Croc, who also won't be back. Um, well, Harry Holly Quinn. Are they bringing in another CGI baddie? King Shark. King Shark. But so real quick, I'll just kind of read through. And that's one thing I've noticed. Like when they don't use Killer Croc in Suicide Squad, they use King Shark. Yeah, for sure, because they're essentially kind of the same character. Yep. So you kind of have to. You can't really do them Unless, together. You know, they make him white instead of making King Killer Croc black for no reason. I mean, the actor playing Killer King Shark is uh, white. So, B-E-T. Um, of course, you got your, your mainstays. Jai Courtney as Captain Wolverine. Uh, Harley Quinn as uh, Harley Quinn. Viola Davis as uh, Amanda Waller. And Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg. You also got Idris Elba, who I'm so sad I was like wrong about this, but I still don't hate this. Idris Elba is not going to be playing Braun Steiger, but he'll be Bloodsport. John Cena... Uh, we play Peacemaker. Uh, He's going to be hilarious. He's going to die. Uh, what's, what's his first name? I Rooker? don't know. I'm a little... Uh, Yondu, oh. The Yondu guy. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Bro, they roasted Savant. him so much in the panel. Flula Borg. They, ro- they were killing him. Drake I thought was that was like, so funny. James Gunn literally, he introduces him. Michael Rooker, the worst person on earth. I'm like, well, <laughs> dang. Like, Damn. But uh, I mean, Flula Borg as Javelin. Nathan Fillion as TDK. Um, Dash Maclean as Polka Dot Man. Uh, Louis Capaldi is the thinker. Pete Davidson is Blackguard. Um, I think David Adji is King Shark. Sean Gunn is the weasel. I'm so pissed about this. So I've been following this chick for four seasons of like one of the greatest cartel shows ever, Queen of the South, and I've been pronouncing her name wrong this entire time. Alisi Braga as Solisoya. And um, I don't even know how to say her first name, but her last name is Ning Ning Ning. I don't know how to say it. I know what you're talking but about. She's playing yeah. Mongal. Okay. And a, a super star-studded can, cast. Can't wait for this. Huh? Can I just say, I, Michael Rooker's character is either going to die or you're going to hate him for the first half of the movie. You know what's the? I, I can't believe it. No, no, because my, Michael Rooker's known for playing characters that you just kind of hate and then you fall in love with for no reason. I do know about Savant. Savant the comics is an asshole. Yeah, so Bont's an asshole. So oh, they got the beautiful, right guy. beautiful. You know what's funny? In the panel, there was this little thing. There was like, who? It was a question because they were playing the game. Which 
character of this squad would you sacrifice first? You know, the first person they said. Yeah. Michael Rooker's character. Michael Rooker's character. So, so, he's, he's like, known for playing assholes. Like, he, he, Merle in The Walking... Just most recently, Merle in The Walking Dead, who, like... He literally he says he says nigger with a hard R in the first ep- in like the second episode of The Walking Dead. Hey, and then you do what you gotta do. But then and then like later on when he dies, like you're crying when he dies. Yeah, yeah, it was it was that was probably the funniest thing from and the then panel. Yondu. I think they inadvertently spoiled some of the movie and people just didn't notice it. I, I okay, I caught that too. I was like, did they just like spoil? Like Wait. even the the when Mangal was talking and she was talking about polka dot man and like like you could tell. I'm glad they pre recorded this because you could tell like it cut some stuff. Yeah, because like they probably were spoiling it uh, on the assignment. But out of this big cast, who do you say you're most excited to see? Okay, honestly, they're not, she's not even part of the squad. But my dog, you already know our dog Storm Reed. She, right, oh, as she a got her sports daughter. She yeah. got her first big superhero movie, so I cannot wait to see. Um, because there was a, when she did her interview for the Invisible Man, mm-hmm. there was this. She talked about that, and she was saying they asked her, "So how was it like doing these Suicide Squad?" She was like, "It was something totally different, and new for me." So like, boy, I'm just excited because I'm a I'm a big fan of her work. So I cannot wait to see how she does with Idris Elba, who's up there yeah and John, peacemaker john cena because it, it fits john cena's stupid character does. character from wwe yeah. a little bit anything to, for the good yeah i will kill anybody i'm like oh beautiful. yeah that's who i want to see shine the most i'm most excited to see is john cena's character peacemaker mm-hmm. yeah john cena every since cena's gone like on this like he's not wrestling anymore to uh like full-time acting Pretty much every film I've watched him, I've been thoroughly enjoyed. Blockers was funny. Fighting with my... Not fighting with my family. I gotta uh, watch... Fighting, fire, fighting with fire. Okay. Really funny. So, I gotta watch Blocking again because I didn't Blockers. like it the first time. Blockers. Blockers. I like. I loved it. I thought it was I hilarious. I didn't see the full movie. Uh, who are you most like to see Sean before we move on? Uh, Idris, man. Uh, his blood sport? Black Superman. <laughs> my name is Brick Stun, the Black Superman. <laughs> uh, as I continue on... Uh, so we're gonna talk about the Suicide Squad game, man. Rocksteady will be uh, producing... Suicide Squad kill the Justice League, and I will say, straight Overwatch vibes. I love this trailer. Um, it was very colorful, and that's what yes, I like. I'm like, like I'm like, you don't associate DC with color. Like, let's be real. That's tough. Like DC is usually gotta, dark and gritty, and it's, I'm not even like throwing shade at Zack Snyder. <laughs> I'm not even throwing shade at Zack Snyder. It depends on what you look at. Except, except for Superman. Superman's. Well, I'd say DC now, especially with the with the films, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, but like, like the, the CW shows, the comics, I mean, the, the uncanny. The CW shows, well, no, because the flat the Flash is colorful. The Flash is colorful, but Legends? at the same time, that lightning. I, I I'm I'm still catching up on that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Arrow's really dark and gritty. Yes, with lots of greens and purples mm-hmm. because Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, true. And so this was like, and even the Suicide Squad movie was bleak. Yes, like, there were no. Like the, the colors were good for the first fifteen minutes, but like we get like a full game with like straight colorful Suicide Squad yeah. antics, like that's that's gonna be dope. And so far, the team we've seen, we have Deadshot, we have uh, Killer Shark, um, yeah, King Killer Shark, King Shark. I'm tripping. Okay, King Shark, um, Captain Boomerang, and uh, who am I missing? Harley Quinn. Uh, they'll be returning. Say, you forgetting the main person. Yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn. I'm pretty sure Harley Quinn. This is, this is a Harley Quinn featuring others game. And and I mean, you can hear Amanda Waller's voice throughout. I really loved how, like, at the end of the trailer when Superman's revealed, they're like, all right, who's this alpha target we're supposed to kill? And they're like, point Superman up Superman. Just, and like, uh. Because, uh, like, everybody knows, like, who. who Batman on a good day can't be Superman. The Suicide Squad's supposed to kill him? I'm right. saying, like, I. That's why I'm just like. 
I'm just so ready for this. Like when I saw the 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 fan art for it, not the fan art, the reveal of the game last week, I was like, oh, this looks gas, and all the comments, this ain't gonna be all that. I'm like, bro, whoever thought you got this these Suicide Squad trying to kill a Justice League? Like I thought I'm it was gonna saying. be, I thought it was gonna suck until I saw this. Like, like when I saw this, like that that restored my faith in it. DC, DC, and especially in the last few years, has lost confidence in a in a few different fronts, um, specifically film. But DC's trust in their games it's is, a, it, is unwavering. I mean, like, they, they have come out consistently. Like, in, both Injustices were great. Two out of the four Batman games are games of the year. Like, it's Batman. I, I, I wouldn't be, I'm not, I'd be very surprised today if either game sucks. I mean, and, and let, let's be fair, every game since, except maybe Spider Man, they, they found a way to make it new, but every game is kind of just mimicking what um, Arkham did, or Arkham did with combat. Like play games before and play games after. Spider Man, Spider Man's uh, fight mechanics are very similar to Nightwing's, but it's it's neither here nor there. That, that, very that good. is true. I, but they're I, both I, I, they're both acrobats, so it right. makes sense. And and yeah. those fight mechanics are based on real types of fighting. So and, and, it's and, like and, yeah. if, and if we're being real, I don't even on those Nightwing missions, I never fought as Nightwing. I will switch over to Batman as soon Crazy. as I could. Yeah, he had some great, great combos. I, I know, but if I'm playing a Batman game... Hey, man, I get you. I get you. That makes sense. I'll, I'll probably do another run-through as Nightwing. But, uh, we got a lot less um, in terms of like gameplay for this because it's probably... It's, the game comes out like two years, so we still got a lot of time before this game comes out, but like really excited for it. That They look amazing. They do. Wasn't keen on Deadshot's look, but... I did like that it kept, they kept them black. So. Yeah, I, I think oh, they yeah. were just kind of that, like... That's all I wanted. They were doing what um what uh, Square Enix was trying to do with Avengers, but they mm-hmm. did it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, keeping it like keeping it based on the movie, but switching it up so that we can kind of recognize it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even want to do it, but like it looks better than Avengers to me. It does. I mean, it, it, I mean, it does. Avengers I, I is just... Avengers is going to get Marvel heads to go in and... That's all they really need, because mm. Spider Man did that, and yeah. all they got was they got mainly, majorly Marvel Marvel money. Mm. Yeah, and that's so, all they need to keep going. As we continue on uh, in the game front, we finally Quasar has been waiting for five years since Arkham Knight dropped for the next uh, installment of the Arkham trilogy of the Arkham uh, universe. We're getting. Now you had a right trilogy. Go- gotta go. Gotham Knights, man. Uh, we are finally. Oh, pause that because I have not seen any of this yet. Oh, you haven't? Oh, no. God. All right. We are finally getting Gotham Knights, the next part of the Arkham story. And this time we won't. I've heard tons of rumors. I heard we'd be following Damien. I heard we'd be. I, the only thing rumor that I that was true that they confirmed for me was the Quid of Vowels. Um, but we're going to get the next part of, you know, Batman is. Dead, in quotations. You know how you know how these games go. Batman oh. right now is supposed to be dead, and so he's turning over the reins of protecting Gotham to uh, Tim Drake, uh, Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, um, Jason Todd's uh, Red Hood, and who's the fourth one? I'm folding Nightwing, Dick Grayson. I was gonna okay, say, uh, bro, question though, question. That's, that's like, what's up, man? Serious question. If this is a continuation of the Arkham games. How was Barbara Gordon out of her wheelchair since killing joke has happened? Very good question. Um, I like I don't know how they're playing it, but like they're they're many many iterations have figured out a way for her to once uh, once again walk. Like I'm pretty so. sure like they they like me- mechanical legs like they did for War Machine. Yeah, mechanical legs. They uh, 
But at least Bruce Wayne developed the cure. Felicity Smoke developed the cure. Uh, to, cure for paralysis. For paralysis, yes. So, I mean, it's not. It, it wouldn't be far fetched. Yeah, I mean, because they've done it. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> no, look good to you. But uh, also, how I mean, like I get that, like they kind of they tried to redeem Jason Todd in Arkham Knight, but they did not do a good job of redeeming him. No, yeah, I agree. That kind of it kind of felt. So you did all of this just to really get an apology from Batman, like, and then as soon as like you kind of get like your your you know your your ish shored up with Batman, it's like okay, now I'm Red Hood. I'm gonna like fight for justice. It kind of I do understand what you mean by that. And honestly, in my opinion, they didn't they didn't really get a reconciliation. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so either. I, I will say I'm excited, especially because this this is not so WB and WB Montreal are two different games. So technically, this is a sequel to. Um, Batman Arkham Origins, which they made, and I, which I'm really excited about because Arkham Origins to me has That's the best what... story uh, in an Arkham game because that that Christmas night going against the uh, the the killers is was. Oh, such the killing a joke game. DLC was really good. That's, yes, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. When I was saying, I was charming. What the hell they were talking about on the yeah. panel? They were talking about Mont- the difference between Montreal and uh, oh my god, Sai. Thank you. You, you. That's All what. This, bro. That's All what I was gonna say. But you already said it. Thank God. Because that but, was like big. So you got to make sure you understand this is although it's a part of all the same story because even Arkham Origins connects to the to the Arkham games and Arkham Asylum and stuff. It's a it's kind of a continuation of W B Montreal's uh, games. So I think that's really cool. With I can't their voice actors and yeah, yeah for sure. And um, yeah, because like you obviously knew that Kevin Conroy didn't do Batman's in the in the video. Oh, for definitely. The I was like, he still did a good job. Respect, he looked really respect good. Respect him, and it's like. <gasps> That was the best that Bruce Wayne has looked all four games. I mean, it, he well, yeah. looked really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. And so I really am excited for this game. Like I said, I've been waiting for six years for this game. I am worried about the four main characters because usually in all four games you follow Batman. I mean, you got to play as these characters at the same time, but you follow Batman. But you're going to have four campaigns for four different characters. I think that's going to be kind of muddled. I think they did say, because there was a question about that from the fans, I mm-hmm. think they did say, I think a couple of the characters might have, their campaign story might be a little bit longer than others. So okay, everyone's, I think Nightwing might have, no, not Nightwing. Yeah, Nightwing and um, Batgirl. Batgirl. No, not Nightwing. Batgirl and Robin, I think. Not Robin. Jesus. Red Hood. Red Hood. That's his name. Jesus. Red, Red Hood. He needs the longest. I yeah. think. I think them arc. two are going to be have like their walkthroughs and their campaigns going to be a little bit longer than everybody else's. Mm. So, just expect that. Like, if you notice, um, either I mean I don't know. Scars don't heal like that. But the J from Arkham Knight that you know Joker brands Jason mm-hmm. with is not on his face in the trailer. Wait, what? That could be a cosmetic thing, or like I said, th- 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 there's a possibility because there's a lot of small discrepancies that could point to it being a completely different, like I- I'd say a spinoff or something similar happens, but in a different universe. I don't know about a different universe, but there definitely will be some stuff that's like, uh, that's, that's different, especially some of the mechanics, because I think the fight choreography is going to be way better in this game. Uh, we may we may lose some of the. The, the greater things that we got in the other game uh, in Arkham Knight but and I also another thing that I noticed is that it looks like you're on the Arkham City map in some parts yeah I, I, I think you, so you too you caught the, the yeah. church yes that was the same church yes mm. so I and the map gets better and bigger and better every year I hope they keep the four islands the three islands that was really cool Founders Miyagani and Bleak they were uh that was a really good thing uh, keep, keep all the maps honestly yeah and just no more Batmobile I mean of course no Batmobile because no Batman, but like 
the keep the the vehicle the vehicle stuff minimal because that was that was probably the biggest issue with the last game. Mm-hmm. It got really like you had detective mode with other ones. And what I do like about having the four characters is you get different you know ways that they you know deal in combat and stuff. So that'll be really cool. I'm not excited to use a gun with Red Hood. That's just me. But we'll see how I it goes. I wish we got I Red know, Hood like how, I really don't want them to go like you know shooter style with it. I prefer they like. I guess kind of go uh, Lego style with it, where like you just kind of shoot in any direction, and mm. if it hits your target, it hits your target. Yeah, it, it it's very. Uh, it depends on what you're doing, but right. like when I when I play the DLC with Red Hood and the Lat and Arkham Knight, mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. So hopefully, you know, we'll see if they're able to make that you know playable for a long ass game. Because for characters, annoying uh, play style in a, in a you know, because Batman games take a minute to finish. You can't just yep. sit down and finish an Arkham game like that. If you could, kudos to you. Yeah, if you can. I mean, it's just like you gotta have type. You gotta have time, significant time to do something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, one of them call the gameplay is like even when they edit them, they're still like three, four hours long. Yeah. So the game comes out twenty twenty one. I will definitely be pre ordering, getting all the DLCs because, like I said, I have been waiting. I for can't this wait game. to see that on a PS five. Like even the the yes. pre the pre alpha footage. Yeah. Looks like it's on a PS four. Yes. So I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be playing it on Xbox, but y'all know how that is. Now we get into probably the biggest one of the biggest biggest things that happened. We finally got our look, the Batman starring Robert Pattinson, directed by Matt Reeves. Oh, I was so iffy on this movie, and then I saw the trailer, and I'm like. Any iffiness is gone. Okay, one thing I gotta say is just minus the... Tra- okay, because the whole scene of it... Because I don't think... Y'all didn't watch the panel for it before the trailer. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't no. watch the panel. Okay, so mm-hmm. I was at work. The panel was at 8.30 because that was the last thing they actually did for the whole night. They, of, okay. course, of course, they say the Batman for last. So the introduction to the panel just gave it more of the... Like the big... The vibes was just too heavy. And like when Matt Reeves went into the detail, this movie is going to be so interesting because it's literally... Picture a 70s, um, like a 70s type detective movie, right? Street level detective movie. Right. With the, oh my God. With the just, goddamn Batman. With the guttiness of a, what's a movie where a dude just straight kicks straight out? Of an eight, uh, so basically John so, Wick. Like a yeah. John a John Wick type fighting style. I was going to say. Of a um, 70s detective movie. And it's like. I was going to say Death Wish in the 80s. You know, those the slasher films. Oh yeah, the Death Wish movies. Going off and. Yeah, and like, and I love Reeves because the way he explains, because in, okay, in anyone, Batman essentially is going to not be loved in this movie. Like, he basically explained it off rip. He was like, a lot of people are not going to like this dude, which, which makes, makes sense. sense because it's he, in his, beats, he beats people to a pulp every single night. And I, I, I love it. I love it. And then the way he, bro, you know what's the crazy, my biggest thing I took away is when he said, when he wasn't even finished writing the movie, or they weren't finished writing the movie before they already started the construction of the the suit and the Batmobile. Which, th- 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 that's fine. As long as you don't start shooting the movie before you finish the script, I'm looking at you, Michael Bay. Like, it was just like, <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's going to be so raw. And then, funny story, when I was watching the trailer, because I was at work, obviously, right. and I was finna clock off and the trailer dropped. When I tell you, all I hear is, I straight up cussed that loud. I was like, oh shit, god damn. This lady was like, are you good? I'm like, oh, I'm just watching Batman go to town. She's like, oh, Batman trailer? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. She's like, is it on you? I'm like, no, I'm watching it live. She's like, all right, bet. Give me the 10 minutes, so I'll watch it. <laughs> and and the, 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 okay, there's like, I have like four or five like really big takeaways from this whole trailer. One, 
He takes off the mask and the eyeshadow's still there. Yes. That's that, very that was Green Arrow-ish. Green Arrow uh, season one-esque. Yeah. That's one really cool thing I liked. Um, two, the bat suit and the bat ears. I was I very lo- worried about the suit, even when like people have been people, artists have been had drawn with the suit, and, it, and they did. It looks exactly like how the suit looks. Yeah, I was very worried about it. I, I, it looked very. I didn't. I wasn't feeling it. It looks like the Arkham Origins suit. And then after seeing Jim Lee's drawing, and then seeing the trailer, I was like, I love the suit. And um, one, the combat. Yes. Okay. Like the combat, and for the fact that Batman, can, like I said. He managed to bitch slap someone with his fist. Mm-hmm. Like, look, if like, I'm, I'm gonna pull up the trailer, just and just look at how the dude like moves twice. Like, that's a double bitch slap, but yeah. his fists are clenched. And the sound, the sound mixing there was really yeah. good. And it it reminded me his, a lot of John Wick. You get, you hear it every blow, bam, right. bam, bam. Like broke his arm in like three, four different places. Bitch slapped him three times, and they just put him on the ground and kept beating the shit out of him. And then like, he says, "I am vengeance." I'm vengeance. Like, oh. Like, he's got a good Batman voice, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's no Funnelberry for the bar, Funnelberry for the bar. <laughs> Which, I'm not going to lie, I really like Jeremy Irons as, as, as Alfred. Yeah. I loved how we didn't get to see Andy Circus in this, but I, yeah. he sounded really good uh, as Alfred. I totally forgot he was playing Alfred. I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yep. I, yeah. Wow. Can we? Andy Circus is a great actor, and you are going to love him in this movie, or I will make you. <sighs> I... I I'm not. I'm not looking. I'm not gonna say I'm like. I'm not looking forward to it. It's just like you know how I feel about Andy Circus, but you just that's because you're 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 circus cyst. I mean, oh, okay. I, I mean, mean, I think that's a. All I'm gonna say is, but we saw my baby. We saw Cyrus. We saw a girl, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz is Kravitz. I love the what we got to see the suit. Love it. I, yeah. I think it's very practical. Um, I can't wait. To, it remind, it kind of reminded me of um. Anne Hathaway. No, not that one. Nah. Uh, the lady that played her before. It kind of was a mix of Halle, Halle Berry's Berry? Catwoman and um, Mich- uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's okay. Catwoman suit. It kind of, especially the ears and stuff and kind of the more fabric-y. I really liked, uh, really loved that. And I know we didn't get much of him in this trailer, but Jeffrey Wright is Jim Gordon. Oh, yeah. Yes. I loved it. He like, looks so you know, good. Black Gordon, I'm, I'm here for it. Yes, it's, I agree. It's Favreau. And we still haven't got, we still haven't got, we still didn't see a lot of people. I mean, we didn't get to see uh, Peter Sarsgaard I'm, as Gil Colson. Carmine Falcone. Playing who? Uh, Gil, Gil Colson. Okay. Uh, John Turturro was Carmine Falcone. Oh my God. Yes. Bro. Yes. Yes. That, I have a feeling he's going to be like a, because like I've seen him do some really serious acting, but my, my introduction to John Turturro was Transformers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know how stupid he can get. And Colin Farrell as the penguin, and I and after watching uh, the killing of a sacred deer and the lobster, in love with uh, Colin Farrell's Cap. acting. Can't wait. And guess who else is in this film? If you no. all my fans of the killing of a sacred deer, uh, Barry Cogan Cogan is gonna be in it. He was uh, his co-star in the killing of a sacred deer, and they their chemistry was amazing. I cannot wait. I hope they're like they have scenes together. So, 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 what, what characters do we have? Like legacy villains. I know, like Riddler, uh, Catwoman, villain. Riddler, Penguin. Um, so far, Carmine Falcone. So the they said that this movie is based on, or loosely based on the the comic book, uh, Batman: The Long Halloween. Okay. And that features tons of Bane, Batman, uh, Bat, well, of course, Batman, Joker, Bane, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler. 
I mean, a okay, lot of a lot of his rose galleries. I don't, don't want a Joker not. appearance because I feel like we're a little bit too saturated on the Joker market. Well, For sure. I mean, they just dropped the documentary about the Joker, so that, that tells you something. I don't. Okay. I don't think there's anything Joker from what he said on the. Yeah, like I said, I, I really don't. They, they really shouldn't put Joker, especially now that they're going to be doing a Joker two with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Oh, we they probably are? won't. Yeah, yeah. That's been confirmed. They're, they're doing a Todd Phillips about that, but. Me neither, but we'll see. Hey man, um, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy. Cause I remember, I remember um, leaving Joker saying, "I want more, but I don't." Or like, it'd be nice to have more, but I don't want more. I don't need it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely got people that are kind of oversaturated with Joker. I mean, they, they he is their biggest and most popular villain, so it makes sense to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where like he, the DC is known. Uh, I'd say uh, compared to other houses. For their strength in characters, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot, there's a lot other characters that you can do stuff with. Like we're gonna get this Batman, you know, kind of black label film because this is connected to, you know, the your Suicide Squad, Justice League, your Flash, uh, Shazams, and all that. So as its own entity, it's gonna be really interesting to see. I love how dark it's gonna be, and I love the fact that it seems like Riddler's gonna be like kind of like the main villain, which is what I really want because he's so strong. I mean, remember in, I mean, remember him in Gotham, the the Arkham Knight games. Like honestly, him and Arkham Knight. I still haven't actually haven't finished the Arkham Knight uh, storyline with with him because you got to find every damn trophy. Every damn trophy. I've done it three times now. And oh, you both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna need some help with that. No, but when you find, when you find him the first time, when you do the uh, the the new gameplay where like you have all your upgrade stuff, but you just replay story mode. Mm-hmm. You don't have to refine the the Riddler trophies. Okay, they're, they're already found. You get all that stuff. Um, I've got 240% completion. I got the, the 240% uh, completion suit. Okay. Uh, not the flex, but flex. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. One, th- one more thing I got to say about, because y'all know I love Matt Reeves. Yeah. Okay, the way the way this movie is being shot, because you know like yes. where, you know how God, where Gotham is. He basically explained, they literally... There's I forgot where they're shooting this movie. It's a weird it's a weird name. It starts Liverpool, with, I think. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. He Liverpool, literally London. said half of these people, y'all gonna be sitting here thinking, how is cause like they literally took parts of the city and then you know they do stuff over it. He's like, people are not gonna be able to notice what part of the city that we shot this in. He's like, mm. we're being very in-depth. Cause he said he really wants to go into the because he made mention to the Gotham, the, the TV series in general. Yes. He said, literally, he's like, Gotham, he's like, Gotham's a good TV series, but we need to really get in depth on the beginning of Gotham. He's really mm. trying to, because he's saying Gotham is so deep in crime rate. And he's like, he really wants to go in depth with this movie and then the, the Gotham PD series of how in depth and dangerous Gotham is. And so, it's so gritty. So I'm like, glad you mentioned that, like with the, with Gotham's deep crime background because maybe we'll get a glimpse of the Court of Owls. I've always wanted to see the Court of Owls on They asked him about TV. that and he kind of just laughed. He got just like, the Court of Owls, man, is so... I'm glad we're getting it in the, in the, arc, in the Gotham Night game. Mm-hmm. The Court of Owls is something so real. Like, have y'all seen uh, the DC animated movie Batman? I think it's Batman and Son. No, that, that's a newer one, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it came out in yeah. 23rd. Uh, no, 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 I definitely did not see that. So, I'm going to have to check it out. Maybe 1516? It's I do really, really good. And they, they really did do. a lot of... The Court of Oz was the main villain in that. And Chef's Kiss. Um, anything else on the back before we move on to the last uh, big um, piece of news? Yeah. You got bitch slapped with your fist. I don't know how you can do that. Yeah, that 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 was a great scene. I oh, can't wait for this movie. Two Batmans, one year. Yep. Facts. Yep. Three, technically, because Ben Affleck's in that movie, too. So. Oh, shit. Wow. Y'all, I, what a time. Uh, finally, Quattro's biggest piece of piece of news. Quattro, the biggest news. We got it. 
We got a we got a trailer. Um, I'm only doing. I'm only gonna use this background music for lack of a good Justice League theme. But nigga, why the hell? I fucking hate you. <laughs> we were, no, we're not. We're not releasing this episode with that on there. You better cut. That. If I if I listen to this episode to release it, and this is in there. I'm gonna kill you. I mean, to I mean to be fair. No, though, ain't no to be fair. No, no. what's the Justice League theme? gotta go exactly uh i just can't think of it at this very second because uh, i'm sorry no emotion better back up bro you've been over okay i'm like i'm like i'm not getting into it i'm not getting into it we got a trailer for zach snyder's justice league baby you know no i i got some i got some don't yes right Okay, real quick. That's I, I, gotta, I gotta I gotta geek out. When uh he when Superman like jumps down into that cave when he's hold, when she when the guy's holding Lois hostage mm-hmm. and he looks up, he just go, doom doom. I was like, ah ah nut. Yeah. There it is. I'm pretty sure like like yesterday like if you watched everything, that'd have been nut everywhere. You'd have just nutted all over the place. Bro, that's probably why God let me be like driving all day, because like, I probably no would like just be still stuck to my chair. No <laughs> cap. I had to go in the back to watch the Justice League stuff. I was like, I told him straight up, hey man, I'm finna be out the floor for like 30 minutes. Why? I gotta I, I gotta do something. DC fandom. It's just Will. Oh, you already know the deal. Exactly. <laughs> so I will say, um, this movie looks significantly different. I'm not gonna say better, but significantly different yes. from uh, uh, the film better. that we got from Josh Whedon. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, what uh, Zack Snyder does to, you know, really in a, in a change fix this movie in terms of uh, how the vision that he wanted to put out. Uh, the movie's gonna be four hours long. It's gonna come out on HBO Max in 2021, uh, the year of DC. Sounds like because I mean, every it seems like all everything they released yesterday is coming out 2021, but. I just really liked how the cinematography seems like it's gonna be really bolstered in this movie. Oh yeah, so I'm really excited. They're not reshooting anything, and this just is all existing footage. They, uh, he did mention they did reshoot a couple things. They did have nothing crazy. I mean, as as long as you know, we can make that. Long as we can make that chin and mustache and lips look good. Mm -hmm. I didn't like how uh, a lot of the trailer wasn't necessarily dialogue based. Uh, we only dialogue we got was, was the new line at the end with where Batman's like I don't I don't care how many demons he's fighting and how many hells he hasn't fought us united which brings me back because they fought me they kind of lost yeah. that I feel like had Zack Snyder had released the movie when when you know finishing it we probably would have been uh, more like the unite the seven because remember when they announced Aquaman his poster was a picture of him and then unite the seven mm-hmm. I think that was gonna be the big promotional push the unite the seven they're finally all gonna be together right but then that kind of got scrapped and cut, put on the cutting room floor you know for Josh Whedon's cut in the more fun colorful yada 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 so mm, interesting I think with him saying that it's kind of bringing back that whole like unite the seven bring them all back together he's and never fought us yes he has well he's never fought us twice not united so like it's it's I'm excited he still to hasn't see realized that. what I'm doing I know what the you're doing it, and you better stop, or I'm gonna fight you. So, and I'm getting a new hammer. It is what it is. I'm getting a new Superman. All right. Touch the mother bar. Can you just let me have my moment? Stop sinking my ship. I don't want to let. I let you have the whole tie tie from rest of everything. Tie from brackets and B rolls. Lily posted on his story in the morning. He was like, "Hey, just cause uh, fuck Cyrus. Like, I hope DC fandom crashes." I was like, "Bro, what the hell?" Like. That's such a dickhead move. But <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. The only I, mean, I did here, here's the thing though, like I don't know, ever ever since, you know, uh walking out of the theater of um 
not not Force Awakens, uh, Last Jedi. Mm. Like literally, my my whole problem is like, yo, what if this sucks? Like, I'm super excited for it, but what if it sucks? Yeah, and I, I still I still have that feeling about the Snyder cut. Like, what if all this bitching and complaining we're doing in the movie still sucks? Well, I mean, but would you would, would you say be four parts? So like, would you say that your issues with uh, Justice League was more story based? I don't mm-hmm. know what it was based in. That's the problem. Because if it was more story based, I, I don't know how much how much fixing they can do on that front. But in terms of just style, this style. No, it was just story. I, I feel, Being I feel connected like to the other films. It was just story for me. That's it. It's more story for you. So I don't know how much of that's going to be fixed with Snyder Cut, especially since they didn't reshoot anything. They just kind of finished a bunch of stuff. So we'll just have to see. I think it's more. Stephen Wolf will be more of a. He won't be as OP as a We're getting like Dark Side. That's all I care about. Okay, I I hate to say it. I didn't like his character design. I don't think it's finished, but I... Okay. Uh, it um, can't be finished. Excuse uh, me. If y'all okay. think that's finished, we cancel. Okay, I've heard a lot of other people arguing that that actually wasn't Dark Side. That was like an early Dark, like a young... Yeah, 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 for sure. And when he uh, first his name? came out. Like, it starts with like an Ux or something like that? A who? I, I, I'd have to look it up, but like they said that it technically wasn't Dark Side as Dark Side. It's dark side, maybe younger dark side. Though. Right, but like, any dark but like side, he, okay, he went by a different name by then or something like that. Oh, okay. And that's why he doesn't look like dark side should look. For sure. I mean, he looks, he just doesn't have a shirt on, but he, he looks like that pretty much. But, um, Step, Step not, yeah, Steppenwolf's new design looked amazing. It did. It, it looked it, really, it, really good. a little bit, we only saw like, what, like a few seconds of it? And yeah, honestly, just the CG looks better. Yeah, and the CG and the, like I said, the cinematography is really bolstered in this film. Woo. Just that, that's sh- nothing else in the shot. You can just see him how hitting the ground. Yeah. tall yeah. he is, how big he is. Yeah. yeah. And I love Black Suit Superman. We're finally getting Black Suit Superman. It's so about damn time. Finally excited for that. And uh, I just really can't wait to see the, our characters unite the way that they were originally supposed to unite the first the first time around. Do you do you think that um, the next movies are going to use this for canon? Or if they're going to use the original cut. See, they've been kind of iffy on that. Even in the panel, like, they were kind of yeah. up in the air. It's more so, like, something they're going to... It's all it, all... it all depends. If yeah. this does astronomically well, they'd have no choice but to be like, okay, let's look, bring this back to the table and see what we can do with this. Oh, speaking of doing astronomically well, even if you don't got HBO Max, Snyder did say they're going to find a way to release it digitally. So, like... Awesome. You're going to be able... To, if you don't have HBO Max... Ooh, go- that explosion does not He's like... Um, Iris West, though. He was like, okay, we're going to find another way to give it to you guys. So, like, let's go big or go home. They're going to make a lot of money hey, off of that. Now, now, I have a real question, though. What's why up? is why is this, why is is this the aspect ratio 4.3? 4, why isn't it in a 4.3 aspect ratio, though, and not, like, in a 2.3? It depends on what the other films were shot in. Because he's matching his other films. Yeah, but, like, no, I'm talking about, like, it's, it's set at a box TV aspect ratio instead of a movie's aspect ratio. I think it's also... Well, probably because it's not being released in theater. Okay. I, that does I'll, I'll talk to you afterwards about, like, aspect ratio. This this is box TV. It's not even uh, computer screen or phone screen. Hmm. That's, well... You know when you watch an old episode of The Fresh Prince and it's got the bars on the side of the TV? Yeah. I mean... And it's probably because this is not... It, 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 there's so many things that probably goes into that. And I, I'm, but, I'm pretty sure it's a stylistic choice just for the trailer alone. The real movie's not going to look like this. I know it. I just want to know... Plus, what, there was barely any dialogue, so... Yeah, yeah, I just want to know what the choice was for this aspect ratio. Like, but, why um... And we're also expect to see a lot more Flash and Cyborg because especially yes. when the movie yeah, came they out... They cut a lot of their scenes. When, they, when this movie came out, we were, we were supposed to be getting a Flash movie like the next year and yep. a Cyborg movie. Yeah. Like, they were the new... They were the new characters. Like, you were going to start following them and the stories were going to branch off from them. So expect to see a lot more of them. 
And I can't wait to see a lot more Cyborg because I felt Cyborg kind of got the shit in of the stick when the first movie, when the movie originally came out. Uh, Justice League is one I'm going to have to revisit. I've probably seen it the least out of all the other ones. So I'm definitely going to be checking that out. I've only seen it in theaters. But any other things on on Justice League before we uh, move into the last piece? Well, Cyborg actually will... Snyder says Cyborg is basically going to be the main character that he's he's driven through. So it's going to be very interesting to watch. I remember him saying that when the movie came out. Yeah, Yeah. and the thing, HBO Max... Bringing it all back to the multiverse thing is literally going to be the center. Is going to be like the big really. Connect. Okay. Yeah, they basically mm-hmm. said HBO Max is where you're going to be able to meet in the middle between TV and movies. So awesome, Justice League, assemble. I, I, I saw myself open hand slapping you, but I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Honestly, on bro, I that thought you were going to say it. You like, saw you, you saw you yourself doing what Batman everything. did. In the, like, in the all trailer. I saw myself was just. <sighs> <laughs> you saw what Batman you you saw yourself do what Batman yeah, did. See, that's what I'm gonna do. But finally, you know how we do on the show. We talk about implications real so let's real quick talk about I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say, say it. it. I'm gonna Go be ahead, I'm, it. I'm gonna be that guy. Say it, because I gotta come back. I'm gonna be that guy. Marvel, game on, bitch. I game on. Game on. I told y'all, I told y'all from day one when BVS sucked like y'all said it did. I don't believe that, but fine, have your opinion. I told y'all, oh shit. As I told y'all, DC is going to hit a stride like you've never seen before. And it is going to be something that is hitherto undreamt of. Now your comeback, sir. Hitherto undreamt of. Did you just like, seriously just say hitherto undreamt of? Now, I said this before. Marvel, if Marvel had things like ready to go, they could end, they could, they could shut everything up about DC fandom right away. Like, imagine if in response to that, like, Kevin Feige didn't do everything, but they just dropped, uh, well, well, you know what, the What If series could be going on right now, because that's all, that's all voice acting. That could be done from home. So what if they just dropped the What If, or if, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier was done, they just dropped all of that, and they just started dropping everything? They shut y'all down real quickly. All I'm going to say is, you know what's the big issue here? DC stuff is going to be coming in the early and middle of 2021, and then you're going to have Spider-Man 3 at the end of 2021. So, right. like, what's for the give? Well, we still have all of our D- uh, Disney Plus stuff. Only thing is COVID-19. You got Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness right. at the Doctor end of the Strange So, like, Marvel literally, they chilling. So, like, it's going right, to be because cat and mouse. They don't have to worry. They've already got... They've already got these projects lined up. The only reason there's so much hype about DC Fandom is because we haven't heard anything major since Justice League came out. At that and point, they, all the big all the big projects got canned after that. So now they're like, you know what? Let's just reveal everything we got all at once and make it seem like we got some big heavy hitters, which they do. But it's hit, it's hitting harder than you think they would if they just like spaced out the releases. Okay. Very good point. You know, a lot of things kind of got thrown out of whack due to um, the COVID-19 pandemic. But here's 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 my thing about it. Marvel, I feel like, has already... Marvel has already set its best foot forward, which isn't a bad thing. It's fine. They, they did everything in their time, which is fine. They've said they've had their big Avengers Endgame event. We probably won't get another event for, for, like that in a few in another few years. DC right now is at the crux. They're they're introducing their their big universe. They still are. They still have their their main characters, the characters that that you already know and love. That's gonna get you in the seats. Marvel's gonna give you more right now, more obscure characters, characters you don't necessarily know all that well right now. 
But they have their name. So my thing is... For sure, for they sure. They have their name. People are, like I said, same things that about Spider-Man. People are just going to go there for the Marvel name. Yes, I so agree. So any of these projects could, quote-unquote, shut down DC just because, fuck you, we're Marvel. It's going to be... It's, like I said, it's going to literally be cat and mouse. And, yeah, um, it, it's going to be... It's just going to be a back-and-forth game. And honestly, it's not, it's not going to end until we get a good crossover movie. My biggest thing is which, whichever story is whoever has a better story. Are you not a yeah, better story and better just overall continuity? Like yes, like okay. Look at looking back, mm-hmm. we're because we know Marvel's continuity is about to get all sorts of out of out of crazy way. Right now, go back and look at all the DC's films. We're going to exactly see when things are going to start getting out of whack, mm-hmm. and it's going to get out of whack early. If you go back and watch it. Which one's going to be easier to follow on for the entire story? In terms of who? Like, just the... the In terms of following the story and making... Before the story starts going out of whack. Before we start incorporating... And and not because because I'm a... Time travel. Not because I'm a fan. I'm going to say DC solely for the fact that they... They they started out already kind of knowing what they wanted to do, which was to be Marvel. And so, when Marvel started, they necessarily... When when they made... Who was the first? When Iron Man started? When... Iron Man was made. They were not thinking about Endgame. Endgame probably didn't. Endgame probably didn't come to the first Avengers. So right. they they were they were still kind of fighting their stride and what they want to do. Mar- DC's kind of already known what they want to do in terms of Wait. multiverse and stuff like that. Oh no, Kevin Feige had Endgame in mind right after Iron Man two. Yeah. Okay, but like I said, when it when it started, you're still how many movies in until Iron Man two? The second one, three or four. Iron no. Man two was like Iron Man two is not the second Marvel. Iron movie. Man. We don't claim Incredible Hulk, okay? Right, but you still that that MCU still has. But I mean, even even then, he still had up to uh, he still had at least up to the Avengers planned. Yeah, exactly. Like from the but, first movie, he at least knew he wanted to do the Avengers, and then you know he Incredible Hulk came out. We don't claim that. We may claim it. It's got some cool things. It's got it. some shitty things. I like it. Right. Like it's it's it, 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 it's it's a movie. It's a movie that exists. Iron Man two comes out. Kevin Feige knows exactly where he wants to go. It's all about where he's got to go to get to it. If that makes sense. Right. I, I feel you. I get what you mean. And I think DC is at the beginning. is like, okay, we see what they're doing. We just want to get there without actually, you know, doing the planning. But see, the thing what I love about DC that's different from Marvel, I feel like DC, and I'm going to say it again, DC is doing what Kevin Feige should have done with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. DC is yes. literally like... Just making everything connected. Make everything connected. If the story fits, we'll do it. Kevin Feige was so big on what his... And I can understand you're a man, you want to make your money, but you have to look at the overall story. You have to listen to your fans. Because this is before, this is when everybody was still hung up on Ace the Shield. So they wanted those crossovers and all that, especially just because Colson was Colson. But DC, they're, they're, they're basically capitalizing on what Fighting should have capitalized on way back. But yeah. I just feel like in the long run, when you look back and try to follow the storyline linearly, it's going to be too complicated to follow. As a linear beginning to end, when you have all these tangents early on, that's you just gotta honestly watch Crisis. Crisis might help you with that. Right, right. But at the which same I have time, not finished if, watching, by the way. I gotta but if you just want to watch movies, mm-hmm. and you have to like rely on, not like rely on, but like you know, this TV show episode is gonna explain why this movie is different from the other one. That's where it's gonna get confusing. And I'm just thinking like that. I'm thinking about twenty years from now when we're showing this to our kids. Hmm. For sure. Um, as we as we continue on, so what do you think about just the event as a whole? Like, 
do you think it's a viable option? You think DC will never do another Comic Con again? Or definitely no, they definitely will because you know Comic Con is all about money. Do you know how much money they charge to get in the Hall H? Right. So what would be the point if they can create their own Hall H? Look, I, th- I thought well, it was. I loved it. Here's the thing, though. You get if we go to DC Fandom, you're not going to get Star Wars people just happening upon in there. Right, but if you're Unless, if you're there for Star Wars, why would you wait? Because why would you wait in a two hour line to get in the Hall H if like not what you're there for? Yeah, well, I mean, just just because hey, it's there, I might as well. I'm here. I'm at Comic Con. Yeah, I've already. See, but, I saw my panel yesterday. I came back today. Let's see what's in here. But then, if it's if it's crazy successful, you're gonna have those lines of DC fans. You're not. They're not gonna be worried about those other fans that aren't gonna be there. Which is sad. Like you should care about. Because yeah, right, right. You're not gonna get the new fans, right? Like if you see, for example, the Star Wars fan is over there. They see something really cool in the new Justice League trailer, right? Be like, okay, you know what? Let me check this out because I saw the trailer at I saw the trailer at Comic Con, or I met this actor from this movie. I got a picture with him, so let me go see his movie. Mm-hmm. Let me go back. And I'll go back home. Let me go buy all the movies he starred in. Let me go back and watch Justice League. Let me go back and buy. Let me go to my local FYE. Let me. Ah, I can't stand you. I cannot play with you. Let me just go back to my local store and just buy everything. Because I feel like that's some like, in the long run, that's money they could be missing out on. So yeah, I I think it's a it's gonna be something that maybe they'll they'll keep doing. Maybe they what we get at Comic Con won't necessarily be too much, but. Barring COVID, you know, probably will we have had DC fandom? Probably not. So, uh, but given if this is if this is all the stuff they released, they would have released this at, at Comic Con. They could have won it. They might have could have they could have won it, but it all depends on what Marvel would have released. So right, and um, I feel like I just like I said, Marvel is just chilling because I, I feel like Marvel's kind of being like Moses, like. If they wanted to, they could end your whole career. We're just gonna let you have your fun. No, I and mean, plus I, they're I, not. If Marvel, it's in the whole career. Yeah, exactly. They, they they don't have they don't have the stuff together. But if, if they, yeah, I'm if, saying if you're if they're not going batshit, especially given the the kind of terrible reviews they've gotten from their their Avengers release, the game, they should be like, holy shit, like let's 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 get this shit together. Let's get let's get our ducks in a row before so we can end careers if we need to. Right. So I definitely get you there. Um... I think that's it, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode, our 50th episode. Thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you guys for being here with us. Uh, real quick, guys, just kind of run. Let me ask you all this real quick. Uh, what is your favorite episode? Uh, like I said, the the, the B-rolls. Well, not the B-rolls. The TV bracket. Got you. I think mine's TV brackets, too. Favorite episode. Got to be the one on my block just because how funny it was. Yeah. And same thing. 69 minutes posted at 420. Alexis Texas. Alexis Texas. Alexis Texas. <laughs> you can catch us on Instagram at uh you catch me at least Quattro IV on Instagram. Uh C dot U A T R O I V. You can catch DJ Nua. You can catch me at DJ underscore Nua on literally any and everything you can think of. If you can look for me there, I'm probably there. Slick Rob, where can they find you? Slick without the C underscore Rob to B's underscore on Instagram. Um, you can catch me and Ty's new show Brackets and B-Rolls on Instagram at Brackets and B-Rolls. Brackets underscore B-Rolls B-R-A-C-K-E-T-S underscore B-R-O-L-L-S and you can catch us on Twitter at Brackets underscore B-Rolls B-R-A-C-K-E-T-S underscore B-R-O-L-L-S 
O-L-L-S. Thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. Thank you to all the guests who've been on this show that, that have been in these last 50 episodes. Love you guys. Do something nice for somebody. Cafeteria Talk. We out. Cafeteria Talk.